Welcome to the Ultimate Bowls Podcast. Brought to you by Henselite, Choice of Champions, Ryman Healthcare, pioneering a new way to live for a new retirement generation. Sports Centre, Australian-owned, Australian-made apparels and merchandise for sporting clubs, schools, corporates and events. Now here's your host, CEO of the UBC, Mark Casey. Welcome, Kaz. Thanks for joining us. First of all, how are you doing during these crazy times? Yeah, going really well, thanks, Case. It's um, certainly different times, isn't it? And I think uh, it's time to be productive and uh, we've been making uh, to-do lists and uh, priority lists sort of things, so trying to be productive and, and feel good, I suppose. Uh, I think it'd be easy to get caught out and just uh, not doing too much. Um, I'm not working at the moment, so, um, yeah, been getting um, a lot done around the house, um, which have been things I've been wanting to do and uh, doing some online courses and things. So it's been um, it's been different, but... I've quite enjoyed it. So Kaz, you've been playing for many years now. Tell the listeners how it all started for you. Yeah, I was quite young, like yourself. I was 11 years old. Um, Grew up in a seaside town called Shoalhaven Heads down on the south coast of New South Wales. And uh, my dad used to play. I used to ride my bike down and hang over the fence and I nagged him uh, until he gave me a go. Uh, So bowls was not very cool back then um, when I was around 14 years old. But I found that I got quickly quite good at it and um, I really enjoyed it uh, although I didn't really tell my my peers that I played played bowls as I said it wasn't very cool but I still played a lot of other different sports and um, really enjoyed those as well but bowls was you know one of those sports that I really took to um, very quickly. It's such a great story and tell us how many games have you played for our country? 668 I finished on so in December so it was um, yeah uh, 23 years I I don't know where it went it it doesn't seem like that long ago more than half my life I think I played for Australia. So, yeah, into transition at the moment. And, um, yeah, a couple of months in, just, uh, well, it's all been very different, I suppose, certainly compounded by the COVID-19. So, um, yeah, everything's sort of up in the air. The whole bowls world's up in the air at the moment. Uh, Who knows where it's going to go from here and if it's sort of going to be the same. But um, uh, it's what you make it, isn't it, I suppose. And we'll just um, see when the dust settles um, how how it all turns out. Yeah, wow, that's an outstanding achievement, Kaz. Uh, Congratulations once again. I'm not sure this will ever be beaten. Uh, Personally, I don't think it will. But if there was a player to go close... Uh, who do you think that could be? Uh, it would certainly be someone in the current Australian team, uh, probably Aaron Sheriff or Kelsey Cottrell, um, you know, two fantastic players. So, um, you know, I don't really mind it getting beaten. You know, I had I was blessed with 23 years of great, great bowls and great memories and, and got to play with those guys sort of thing. So, um, you know, it's, uh, I guess, you know, for me, the, the legacy, I suppose, in, in what... I've left for bowls isn't the amount of games or anything, but hopefully it's something um, along the lines of that I've encouraged, um, you know, some young girls to, to play the game and being a bit of a trailblazer um, in sort of getting younger players into into the game and changing the stereotype to a degree. I think that for me that's probably uh, more important. Along the way over the years, no doubt there's been many great people uh, influence your career. Can you fill us in who, on who these people are? 
and some of the things that they've been able to help you with? So my dad was a really great influence early on, um, kept me grounded very, very well. Uh, you know, dad's a very no-nonsense sort of guy, so uh, he, his sort of favourite saying was always, uh, let your bowls do the talking, which I never forgot. Um, so in other words, don't back chat anyone or, you know, voice your opinion type of thing, just let your bowls do the talking and, um, you know, and that'll sort of sort things out. So uh, dad definitely, um, and then later on in years, like Daffshaw was obviously one of my mentors and took me under her wing so she was great she was um, you know young sort of in her years I suppose so she was really good uh, value and then a bit later I suppose uh, well Glass Glass has been a great mentor for me probably in the area of, of professionalism um, and then Ian Hopper from BCIB who is the sponsor of the BCIB Jackaroos so Ian's been a, a great mentor to me and, and probably more in the professionalism realm as well you know he or he's always said you know never uh like never underdress when you go into an event always be one of the best dressed people in the room and present yourself well so um really lucky to have had some great mentors over the years and you know you you surround yourself with good people in your life i think it'll do you well kaz having spent most of my career playing alongside you uh, it's been fantastic to share some of your incredible achievements and, and be watching from the grandstands on many occasions. Is there one that stands out for you from the others? There's probably not one case. There's probably I've probably got three, I think, three equal favourites. So winning gold with Lindsay um, and you were there that, that night, Matt, obviously in the team and, and, and was extremely successful at the Melbourne Commonwealth Games as well. So that was amazing, you know, in front of a home crowd, winning a gold medal. Uh, I remember it took me about t- two hours to go to and do a drug test and uh, to, do, to go to the bathrooms I was so excited so uh, that was number one and then number two would be winning the world singles in Adelaide um, you were there as well mate and uh, and then being able to back it up in Christchurch again so you were there for the whole three of those so um, to win a back-to-back world singles was unreal so um, yeah top three they would be I think um, shared with some awesome teammates and, and coaches as well Yes, watching you and Lindsay Clark win the gold medal in the women's pairs in Melbourne in the 2006 Com Games is certainly a highlight of mine, uh, as well as watching Kelvin, uh, Kelvin Kirko win his singles medal as well. It's been 14 years. I'm sure the memory, the whole experience is still fresh in your mind, though. Uh, tell us a little bit about your time in the village and the opportunities to mix with the other athletes. Um, a lot of the lot of the things behind the scenes that you know people don't realise what go on. Yeah, village life's awesome. I mean, you just you get starstruck. I think you know when we're in Melbourne, it was. Um you know, you've seen people like Ian Thorpe and, um, you know, some of the some of the big stars of, of Australian sport and things like that, and you get in an elevator with them and things like that, and you, and you, you know, you just sort of pinch yourself sort of thing. But, um, you know, the hype of it is actually, um, you know, probably as exciting as, as playing the game that you love in front of your, your home crowd and at a Commonwealth Games with the potential to, to win a medal sort of thing. So um, the village is fantastic. The food in the in the, <laughs> in the the food court's excellent. Um, the rooms were great, you know, like we just had a ball, absolute ball. So, um, yeah, that makes for certainly for the athlete experience, um, you know, when you go to a, a Games and that, that's what it's all about, you know, walking away from something like that and just going, wow, that was one of the best things I ever did. Kaz, you're known to be one of the most professional players on the bowl circuit. 
Tell us some of the things you do to prepare for your major events. Yeah, I do. I pride myself on being professional case. You know, I think it, it just goes a long way. First impressions are also uh, really important. So uh, one of the first things I do is, you know, make sure my shoes are clean, make sure my gear's ironed, make sure I've got everything when I when I do pack to go away, um, all my clothes that I, I require and shoes and things like that, bowls and equipment, um, being punctual, getting to the club on time, um, you know, just having, ticking all the boxes, I think. You know, what you don't want is to, um, you know, to forget something within your your bowls or your bowl shoes or something like that and then you're not prepared for for the game so um i think you know really we've got a lot of young players in the australian squads and things in that like now so you know i think that's one area where we as australians and australian team things could could really um you know go from strength to strength we, we do it we do it fairly well you know under the great guidance of glass but um you know i think that professionalism can even go a step further sort of thing so you know we're certainly getting there and um i think it just you know it really would um uh, be a, a, another one percenter within the aussies game to to be able to do that it's often said that you along with your great friend joe edwards from new zealand are the two best female players in our game i know you're very modest uh, but tell us, how does that make you feel? Oh, I suppose it's, you know, it's nice to be thought of um, in that regard case. But, uh, I mean, there's plenty of really good players. And uh, as we know, it's all on the day, isn't it? But I suppose Joe and myself's longevity in the game um, to stay at the top for so long is probably, um, you know, maybe fairly special I suppose you know you don't find many sports people that represent their their, their sport internationally for that long I suppose so um, you know and to do it alongside Jo was really special you know she's um, you know she's an absolute superstar sort of thing so to be uh, thought of in that uh, regard is is obviously you know it's very humbling Talking about Jo Edwards uh, you'll be her teammate for the Weeper Crocs in the UBC when we get started later this year um I believe it's one of the first times ever that you might be playing with her. I'm sure you're excited about this. I know we are. Yeah, absolutely, Case. It's... um yeah, it's uh, the frenemies unite, isn't it? It's um, you know all the years that Joe and I have played, you know, pretty well exactly the same careers um, internationally. We came on the scene at the same time and um, played, you know, hundreds of games against each other. I think. Look, it's um, I think it's a good good story, and you know we're, we're good mates actually. It's going to be good fun. So um, it was pretty emotional when when I retired. You know, she Joe was fairly emotional too, and. Um, it was just an end of an era, I suppose. You know, so many battles that we've had and, um, you know, but I guess that, you know, that's that's the respect that we have, you know, for, for each other. And, and to be able to play with Joe is going to be um, a great experience, I think. Um, more than happy to lead up and um, try and get him close and let her weave her magic. Having an all-female team in the UBC is just outstanding. It's great to see. And let's hope this shows more females that they can mix it with the best men in the world. Um, I'm sure you're looking forward to it. And how do you think you'll go? Yeah, I'm, I'm certainly looking forward to it. Um, happy to, to get out of the commentary chair, although I really enjoyed that as well. But um, it just makes you want to get out there and play, doesn't it? Uh, the format's fantastic. It's exciting. Um, there's always things happening. So um, looking forward to getting out there and playing and, and sort of I'm going to practice, obviously, a lot. Um, the girls team, obviously, with Chloe and, and Joe. Um, you know, I think if we just do our thing and get them roundabout, um, we're going to go fairly 
fairly well. So, um, you know, I certainly think that we'll be up for it. And, um, yeah, we'll be out there trying to, you know, trying to knock off the guys and the rest of the players, obviously, and um, looking forward to playing for the Weeper Crocs. In 2019, you were involved with the UBC as one of our main commentators, uh, but I bet you can't wait to be out the green this year. Yeah, as I said, Case, like uh, commentary is actually a really hard gig. It's um, I really enjoyed it. It's uh, it's full on. Um, Chris Green and I obviously did the commentary for the for the UBC. Uh, they're long days. There's no breaks, um, and you've really sort of got to be on your on your toes as far as the scoring system goes when you're commentating and anticipating what potentially a team could score. So, uh, look, I I really enjoyed enjoyed it um love commentary um but as yeah as you said getting out there and playing this year um i'm itching to get out there so it's going to be good fun yes and we can't wait to see you in action as well if i can i'd like to have a quick chat to you about your recent retirement um i'd like to paint a clear picture for all our listeners because i'm sure they'd like to hear more about it after representing our country for so long um you'd be greatly missed and uh we all we all know that kaz you've won just about everything there is to win in bowls. You're still young, you're fit, you're still in form. Tell us why you chose to retire. Always a tough decision case, isn't it? So um, I guess I'd been thinking about it for, for 12 months, um, thinking about it every day. And for me, you know, like I really enjoyed the, the camps and, the, and being together with the team. Certainly the events were, were really um, enjoyable for me. I really enjoyed the people that I, I played with and, and worked with, I guess, within the Jackaroos. But ultimately, it was probably just the week-to-week um, commitments that are required of a jackaroo that I just got a bit uh, fed up with and, I, and the motivation wasn't there. So um, within the jackaroos program, you know, certainly it's, it's the best bowls high-performance program in the world and, and you need to be committed to it uh, 110%. So um, I'm someone who gives it, gives it all and um, that sort of area of um, being a jackaroo just was feeling to start getting a bit mundane and, and the the motivation wasn't there to to go out and, and do the drills and, and train and all that sort of thing and everything that comes with it, documentation and things. So, um, look, you know, I really enjoyed the events and, and the team camp. Still felt like I was playing, you know, really well and coming off... Um, you know, the multi-nations with, with a gold medal and then we won the rest of the world. Um, really enjoyed that. Um, really great to be able to share that with my teammates. Um, that was a couple of the best weeks I've, I've ever had um, in the weeks in the lead up to the, the day I did retire. So it's, um, yeah, always a hard decision, but, um, yeah, certainly don't regret it um, and was, you know, really um, happy with the way that uh, the way I did it and the way I went out and, and went I did it. Who from the Australian team did you tell first and uh, I guess what was their reaction? I bet they were definitely shocked and um, in one way a little bit sad about the news. Yeah, well, I, I rang Glass. He was the first person I spoke to from uh, from Bowls Australia in regards to announcing my retirement. Um, I... I rang Glass on a Monday afternoon, I think it was. Um, I'd been sort of putting it off <laughs> all day, just sort of... Um, yeah, just, uh, you know, just making sure that I was sure and things like that. And, and then I just 
sort of decided, no, I've, I've got to ring him. So I was, I was out shopping at the time and uh, rang him. And, yeah, look, he was he was surprised, but he wasn't at the same time, I think. Um, you know, when I think when you, for me, when you actually say it, you know, like it's final, like it's it's sort of the end sort of thing. So it was quite emotional in a way. But, um, you know, I, I was ready. You know, I think I, I was... Um, you know, more, more than happy to, to hang up the boots and just had to be sure sort of thing. So, yeah, spoke to Glass and um, and then we sort of made plans from there on in. And when did you realise you wanted to retire and, and where, where were you? Were you at an event or just at home or, you know, paint the picture a little bit more for us? It, um, 2018 was an interesting year because... Uh, you know, I prepared for Com Games. You know, we played singles and played pairs. Uh, Com Games at Gold Coast, and and Mum fell quite ill at the Commonwealth Games on the very first day of the singles. So it was one of the highlights of my bowls career, the Gold Coast 2018 Commonwealth Games, but also probably one of the lowlights as well. In that, um, you know, I was I was chosen to read the athletes' oath on the at the opening ceremony. Um, and then the very next day, Dad calls me after I win my first game of singles. I was back at the village and Dad rings and says that uh, that Mum needs to get rushed to hospital. She's got a massive brain tumour. So um, she went straight to hospital and then had surgery, I think, the first day of the pairs. So the she had a, a brain tumour that was the size of a jack, like a bowls jack, um, so we kept that pretty hush-hush within the team and um, it was a really hard time. It was really tough. So um, I didn't medal at the games um, and that was disappointing, I guess, as well, but obviously not as disappointing as uh, or upsetting as, you know, mum going through what she was going through. So I decided to to stay on and compete at the games. I could have come home, but I didn't because I thought, well, I can't really do too much if I was at home and also... It gave mum a like something to concentrate on and focus on uh, away from what she was experiencing. So it was. I spoke to her after every game, and yeah. But so thankfully, she she was. It was benign in the end. Uh, she was really really lucky, and and then I think the Australian Open was like maybe two weeks later, and I just didn't did not feel like playing in the Aussie Open at all. Um, so wasn't myself at the Aussie Open. Um, and that was probably the time where I started thinking about, um, you know, did I really want to keep going on? And um, I remember sitting on the bed at the Aussie Open, writing down the pros and cons of retiring. Um, and I've still got that bit of paper somewhere. But um, yeah, it just wasn't myself. I was in a really sort of dark place. And uh, so I rang glass when I got home from the Aussie Open that very night. I flew home and, and sort of actually broke down and just said, mate, I need to get away from bowls. So I, said, I just absolutely um, need to get away and need a break. And he said, take as long as you want. So I took six months, didn't pick up a bowl. And, um, yeah, it was good. I really enjoyed it. Um, and then I decided where, or not whether I still wanted to be involved. And, and, I, and I thought, yeah, I did. So um, 2019 was quite successful, actually. Played, played really well. Um, but then I was finding myself thinking about it every day. So it was, um, and I think when you start doing that, it's probably time. So I went on holidays. We went to Vietnam in the August, I think it was, or September. Um, and then, yeah, just basically decided I was sitting on a rooftop bar, having a beer with, uh, with Rookie, my hubby, and, and just said to him, look, I think I'm done. Um, 
so yeah that's when I came home and and rang glass sort of thing so um yeah it had probably been 12 months since I'd been thinking about it so um and I don't regret uh, any the way I did it or how I went out or telling my teammates that I'm you know going to announce that I was going to retire it actually was um was great you know it was the support was awesome I had some awesome messages from people and things like that that um yeah, it was a really lovely experience it's great to get the insight of uh your big decision um describe yourself post-retirement you know what's changed for you yeah a few months down the track now case and it's well it's been weird with covid19 that's for sure so look um you know i think a few of the you know the people had sort of you know my close friends and that had sort of felt that they were um a little bit sort of concerned about me because it had been my whole life and and for 23 years of playing for Australia they were sort of concerned that how I would um, transition I suppose but uh, you know good good mates regularly check in on me and things like that but uh, yeah look it's uh, it's been I've had my ups and downs I think when initially for the first month or two it, it was uh, you know pretty pretty tough sort of thing but um, I think I've been quite proactive in um, you know sort of um, looking up things that I, I really want to learn on and do um, you know educationally and things like that so it's um, yeah planning for, for the future and then COVID's probably throw, sort of um, thrown a bit of a storm in a teacup for that but uh, yeah look it's it's got to be good fun you know I'm looking forward to doing something different you know I want to turn my hand to to you know a work life I suppose where that I something that I tr- will try and find like like I did when I was playing bowls full-time to try and really enjoy so um, if I can find that and find a really good you know work-life balance and things like that then that that would be perfect whatever you put your mind to Kaz uh, we wish you all the very best and again congratulations on a on a wonderful career in the green and gold what you've done for um, bowls but particularly women's bowls has been absolutely sensational and, and we thank you and we look forward to catching up soon yeah thanks very much case really enjoyed it uh, great initiative too with the uh podcast it's great while well, uh everyone's uh, at home and in amongst the covid19 so looking forward to getting ubc back uh, up and running when everything gets back to normal and um looking forward to you know playing with the weeper crocs and, and catching up with everyone again soon and now for our segment of 60 seconds with a star favorite sports team the Canberra Raiders. So uh, you're now living down in Canberra, in the Canberra area, okay? So um, I might try and convert you to be a Raiders fan too. Your greatest achievement? Greatest achievement? Uh, in bowls, it would be probably winning the world singles back to back. Person in our sport you respect the most? Person in our sport I respect the most? Geez, that's a hard one. Um, probably Glass, I think. Um, you know what he's given to the sport the legacy that he has left and and will leave um his professionalism um his demeanor on the green the way that he treats people um yeah glass first ever coach well my dad was probably my first ever coach um yeah he uh he taught me uh, the, the very very basics of bowls toughest opponent Joe Edwards, yeah. So, so many singles games against Joe, um, and they were all within probably most of the time a couple of shots or so. Um, yeah, she's probably the toughest competitor that I've played against, um, and, and the player that I've played against the most as well. Favorite movie? 
My favourite movie um, is Love Actually. So it's a bit of a chick flick, but it's uh, we play it at Christmas every year. Um, but apart from that, Lone Survivor is a bit of a war movie. Um, and then also Coach Carter, it's a basketball movie. Best advice you have been given that has helped your game? Probably what I said earlier in my dad when my dad said to me, let your bowls do the talking. You know, I think that's... Um, yeah, you know, it sums it up. Just uh, you know, don't sort of uh, react to if someone says something to you, and just try and get on, get on with it, and and go out there and play the best you can, and and um, you know, don't let, don't use your words, I suppose, to fight. Use your bowls to to fight. So um, yeah, that still sticks in my mind. And there we have it, folks. This is a fantastic insight to the career of Karen Murphy. Particularly around the retirement, uh, a lot of the story that most of our viewers may not have heard. I, I certainly haven't. Um, so it was a fantastic intake to how she went about it and how she came up with the decision to, to retire after uh, the last 23 years of representing her country. Personally, uh, Karen is one of the my favourite players on on the bowl circuit. A great friend of mine, and watching her play over the years. I've been lucky enough, as she did mention, to, to witness three of her greatest achievements, which were, had, was just simply outstanding. Um, yeah, a lot of people know, you know she won the Commonwealth Games gold medal in the pairs in 2006. But the last one, watching her win that singles, trailing Jack for four to win back-to-back world singles was uh, simply outstanding uh, against a quality opponent on, on fast New Zealand green. So, Karen Murphy, a superstar of, of our sport um, throughout the world, and she'll be sorely missed, but um, it's fantastic. I'm really pleased to have her part of the UBC and can't wait to see what her and Joe Edwards, Chloe Stewart, what they can do for a week of Crocs once we hit the greens later on this year. Thank you for listening to the Ultimate Bowls podcast. Brought to you by Henselite, Choice of Champions, Ryman Healthcare, pioneering a new way to live for a new retirement generation. Sports Centre, Australian-owned, Australian-made apparels and merchandise for sporting clubs, schools, corporates and events. If you'd like to be involved in the UBC, it's easier than you think. Click on ultimatebowlschampionship.com.au for more details.